Hi, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today we've got a special show for you. We're talking Kanye, Trump, and more. Stick with us on this interesting pre-Thanksgiving show. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Justice is served. Hello, Justice fans, and thank you for joining us. My name is Chelsea Galicia, and we have uh, a really cool show today. The way that this went down, uh, I woke up this morning to find out that my trusty co-host could not make it today to Justice. (laughs) And so usually it's him and I or somebody else, but we got lawyers, you know, all generally available to talk the law. But today, being the day before Thanksgiving, everybody's gone, and so I thought this was going to be a one-woman show. Fortunately, you never know what you're going to get when you walk into the studio, Mm -hmm. and you will have fabulous friends from all genres of television who are willing to join you on a moment's notice and talk law with you. So with permission from the boss man, Daryl, we have some non-attorney guests. Doesn't mean they're not opinionated, but we got (laughs) non-attorney guests to talk about this week's uh, legal news, all right? So... Uh, they are Sean uh, Waltman, Sean Waltman of the known. WWE, also known as X Pac. Uh, thank you so much for for joining us. <laughs> and then from across the pond, we have stand-up comedian Variety D. Yes, you go Variety D. Thanks so yep. much for for. I mean, really, I mean, this was like within the last half hour hour that I'm like, hey, anybody I want to say do a thank show? you? It's thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know? All right, so let's do this this rundown uh, that we've got this week. The first story we've got to talk about is a correction, which I don't love because, you know, who likes to be wrong? But last mm-hmm. week, we were on here celebrating for Brendan Dassey because yeah. he was, we thought, just days away from going home, that the appeals had been exhausted and, no, he was going to be allowed to go home pending the prosecution's decision about whether they were going to retry him or not since a judge had found that his... Um, Confession Confessions, was thanks. coerced. Exactly, was coerced. Maybe you're a better lawyer than I am, because I can't think of all these words. <laughs> so the co- confession was said to be coerced, and therefore, mm-hmm. since the confession was the linchpin of the entire case against yeah. him, and that was thrown out, you know, very likely the whole case was going to be tossed out. Uh, but this attorney general for the state of Wisconsin has fought tooth and nail to keep the poor kid in prison while they figure out what's going down. How bad do you feel for this kid? Well, I'm I'm a little bit emotionally uh, invested in it because I was actually um, planning a trip to go visit Brendan in prison. Wow. uh, Through his brother. Wow. And uh, I'm much like everyone else that watched that. I don't know how you can be a human being and watch that and not be just irate. Yeah, because if you watch Making a Murderer and even if you have a lot of empathy for the victim of the crime, Teresa Hallback... You still can see that the way justice was served in this case doesn't feel like justice at all. Even if Brendan Dassey had something to do with it, the way that this case was tried, the evidence accumulated, just was not right. Ethically, legally, any way that you want to slice it or dice it. And how many people were involved in in this? Yeah. You know, I mean... It was. Uh, did you see it? Did you see Megan a murder? If you didn't, I only saw commercials because they don't show it in London, UK. Oh lord, interesting. But, I know. And and there is a season two coming. Yeah, uh, we're okay. really excited for I that. Definitely go watch so it. apparently, Brendan Dassey's yes. a big wrestling fan, Huge. and that's how you got involved. Yes. Well, if you if you're watching Megan a murder, when they bring him in, and you know, it's a it's a obvious to everyone else watching that he's not going home again. Right, and but he doesn't on, know. And the only thing he's saying to his mother is, do you think I'll be in, home in time for WrestleMania? And it yeah. was just like, oh, oh, it was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know? I bet you, what did you think when you when you heard that? Or did it give you the idea to go visit him? Uh, well, actually, his uh, his brother had reached out to somebody um, in, in the media. Uh, it, and he contacted me. And um, so what happened with your plans to go see him? I, they moved th- as, as soon as I was getting ready to go uh, visit him. They moved him to a different prison. Wow! So you supposedly had been, for his own protection, what? you had been approved to go and visit. I him. Hadn't gotten that far yet. Okay. And actually, there was a bit of conflict within the family over me going to see him as well. Oh. So I just backed off, mm. and you know, just decided to you know wait until you know things got a little bit very interesting. Yeah, and then when 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 uh, 
when the conviction, what was it? It was overturned, right? But essentially, yes. So I'm obviously I'm yeah. not a lawyer, yeah. so I mess, I screw the terminology up quite often. You got it better than I did at, that, at some point. <laughs> so you know, a judge said he was to be released within 24 hours. That was a lot longer than 24 hours ago, wasn't it, Chelsea? Well, it was last Wednesday. It was supposed to be that right. he was released Friday at 8 p.m. But hours after we went on the air and said Brendan Dassey is yes. going home, then we found out not so fast. Right. And so he's being held because apparently the attorney general is very. Um, fixed on the, seeing this case through the eyes of Teresa Hallback's family. And even though Brendan Dassey like, won't be able to go home for Thanksgiving, he's saying, well, but Teresa Hallback's family doesn't get to see her for Thanksgiving. And right. so in you know, advocacy for the family of Teresa Hallback, he wants to keep him in jail until the regardless of whether, Regardless, everyone, of whether or not he's guilty of this crime or not, right? Let's just keep him in jail. It doesn't matter, just because, you know, it'll make well, somebody does, else feel better. He does say, I don't know whether he actually legitimately believes it, but he does say that he thinks that the confession was not coerced, that he's going to try and argue that. How in the... I, I just don't understand how anybody... I know. No lawyers can make great liars Quick sometime. question. Is this or, quite frequent nowadays in the United States that you know, trials and tribulations that happened. Well, the fascinating thing is that we, none of us would have heard about this had it not been for this yeah. documentary-type series that, that came out about it. And so it was really astonishing for, for anybody in the first place to take this case up on appeal and look at it seriously. Mm. And that, I do think, was because of the documentary. Nobody will admit that they changed their mind or gave yeah. this uh, case an extra right. bit of attention because a silly movie, I, I don't think it was silly, but I'm sure some people would say, you know, it's just a, a, a documentary piece comes out and now the whole law is going to look at this differently? Well, mm. kind of, yeah, because the America... American collective mind was just in shock and horror about how this went down. And so yeah. I think someone along the way is like, all right, we better really look at this. A lot of denial going on, too, yes. in this country over this. Yeah. I mean, I think that the road to justice is going to be longer for Brendan, but I believe that he will go home because there are there is no other evidence besides this confession that tied him to... Right. Teresa Hallback's murder. Regardless of whether his uncle Stephen was guilty or not. Right. Totally separate mm. case. But the, but the thing that ties these two together, and you're the, you're the attorney here, but um, if, if Brandon's confession is thrown out, then that confession can't be used. Uh, apparently... Uh, I, I guess you can't bear fruit from a poison well. Wow. Is that very, correct? Wow. That's yes, you sound so like you went to law school. <laughs> yeah. In law school, it, I recall it as being you can't, there's no fruit from uh, the poisonous tree. Okay. So if a confession was illegally obtained, that confession cannot be used to, so it sounds like for it's, any it's, real it's forbidden, exactly. legal it's forbidden purpose. for that confession. Yeah, but place. but for Stephen Avery, the case against him was um, was sort of settled, or he was convicted before Brendan. So oh, okay. the conviction cannot really be seen to have. Uh, it wasn't based weight. on. It wasn't based on Brendan's confession. No, no, not if I recall correctly. Mm. Yeah, that Stephen was tried first, mm. and was convicted first, and so um, at, at the yes. Yes. If my if my memory serves me well, but I you know I, I think the kid will go home at some point, just not anytime soon, and clearly not in sure. time for Thanksgiving. And yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think Brendan has like you know Stephen has Catherine Zellner, the attorney that there you know, is there is she's there are attorneys shot. working diligently on Brendan's behalf, yeah. and I I believe they'll do a, a good job. Yeah. So all right, that that is some. A bit of a bummer news heading into yeah. the holiday. If you believe in justice and yes. if you believe in Brendan, and they're you know not you don't necessarily have to agree uh, that he is necessarily innocent in order to see that this is right. at the moment a miscarriage of justice. It is, mm. and and I was saying this earlier to you. To me, sometimes. Guilty people need to go free to make sure that innocent people are not 
punished and sometimes put to death right. for things they yeah. did. Yeah, it's the yes. age-old question about which is worse, somebody Sorry. who's wrongfully convicted or an innocent person that's wrongly set free. Yeah. And yeah, you and I appear to be on the same side of this that I would, you know... You would think reasonable people would agree. Reasonable but, people differ on, on this one. Well, It seems yeah. to me with this kind of a justice situation is there's so many questions yet so little answers, or in this case... The answers are being swept under the carpet. Well, the the problem is is that our justice system is very long and winding, and many levels. Oh, very similar to the UK. UK has. There's a different one for people with different. uh, uh, You know. Oh, uh, I know what you're trying to say, and this is this is very true, and that can be an entire show on its own. (laughs) Before we get too derailed by that conversation, which I would love to have, we got to give some attention to Kanye, because he's going through a, you know, kind of a crisis here, legal, financial, and health all rolled up into one. So, Monday, he announces that he is uh, bailing on his tour. It's got about 20-some-odd shows left. He's already done about 40, I believe. But he cannot complete it. And then hours later, he is said to be wheeled off in an emergency, um, in an ambulance, you know, handcuffed Handcuffed. to a gurney, which gives the impression that he was uh, taken in under a 5150. And you know a little bit about that. I do. I was, that's... That's why when you uh, mentioned that this is one of your topics, I'm like, I know a little something about that. And thank you very much for being willing to talk about yeah. it because not everybody would be so willing to, oh, yeah. to I was 51, share that. I was 5150 uh, by, um, I, I was actually where they brought Kanye. I was already at UCLA Medical Center trying to check myself in because wow. I was so messed up and I hadn't been to bed and. I it, well over a week. Wow! And so I was seeing things, and mm. so I went to check myself in, and I didn't like I was I didn't trust anyone. I was so scared that once I got there, I wouldn't actually take the step to go and check myself in. So I wandered around the hospital. Wow! Yeah, mm. and finally somebody was like, "Who's this guy? He just keeps wandering around all day." Huh. And next thing you know, I see the co- uh, a couple officers coming, and I knew they were there for me. And I walked right up to them. I said, you're probably looking for me. Uh-huh. And I just kind of spilled the beans on everything and told them, I'm like, look, I'm in bad shape right now. I don't trust anyone. You know, I told them the situation with the chemicals I was using. Mm. And um, they... They, they took cuffed it. me and stuffed me and brought me downtown to Twin Towers. They didn't keep me at UCLA where Kanye went. That's yeah. very interesting right? and disturbing. Yes. And, um, yeah, but I'm not, I wasn't, I was down and out at the time. People yeah. knew who I was, but I was yeah. in the gutter. Yeah. I wasn't. That's you crazy. know, I didn't have the status that Kanye yeah. did. Yeah. So, so I went right to Twin Towers and I was there. Uh, for, you know, 72 hours is a 5150. Right. So yeah. 5150 is if a medical professional or a police officer believes that you are... Danger in- to yourself and others. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Then they can hold you for 72 hours. At the end of that, or even before that, a doctor can can call it off. Yes. Uh, a person can voluntarily sign themselves into a hospital and stay longer, or a medical professional can determine after 72 hours that it needs to actually be extended up to 14 days. Yeah. Mm. We don't know what's going on with Kanye, and we can't even confirm that it was a 5150, just that signs point to it, and that the doctor called 911 and did s- mention a psychosis and things of that nature. The only yeah. other thing I can think of is a Baker Act. Is that what they call that here? I have not heard of that. Well, it came Florida. Okay. The Baker Act uh, is where you have, I believe it's three loved ones or family members or friends that have to sign for you to be committed against your will. Wow, I've not heard of that. I don't know if we have something like that I don't know if we have that in in, in London. I don't know if we have any of that. Interesting. But he is still under um, medical care now, as far as we know, and... At the same time, there are questions about what happens now to all the money that was involved or lost as a result yeah. of these concerts not going through. So it's been estimated that Kanye himself is set to lose about $30 million by foregoing these concerts. And of course, there's all sorts of contracts and money at play with the venues and, and other people involved in this kind of massive production. Mm. So. 
the, the question becomes who's liable to pay for all of this and whether there was an insurance policy was everyone's first question and it looks like there is. And so an insurance policy, if he had a good one, would yeah. cover all the, the loss to the venues, promoters, and all sorts of um, those and to Kanye himself, which is huge, that $30 million that he would get anyway. If, so long if, the big if, right, insurance company isn't just going to hand over the money happily. Never. No. They, you know, if if he had a pre-existing condition. Yes. Or did some kind of conduct, behavior, action that brought this on himself, then he may not be covered. And this assumes that, you know, they uh, accept the doctor's note for the reason why he cannot continue the show. Oh, you know, it's not going to end there. They're going to get their own doctors. And and also they're going and they're looking at his, uh, the music he's put out in in, in the recent past where he talks about his depression issues and things like that. But he's been doing that for years, though, since college dropout. But they might argue that that is uh, evidence of a pre-existing condition. That's a very, very good argument. That is a good point. I I have a few of his early albums from when his jaw was broken back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you know, before his mum passed, so it's kind of like when you think about it, um, his lyrics say how he's really feeling. You know, it's it's, it's emotion. You know, within mm-hmm. the, the lyrics. Well, but then again, we're all you know guilty of having emotions at some sure. point, and, and some something like uh, the passing of his mother. And yeah. He was depressed around that time. Would not be sufficient to, to be a pre-existing condition. Right. Mm. But if there was an ongoing um, issue and that. Even garden variety depression, not that there's really any garden variety because it's so different in each person, but um, even that, I mean, can we really call that a pre-existing condition? Because so I mean, who the hell doesn't have a pre-existing condition? Yeah. It is is true. But this this kind of reason for canceling the tour is the kind of reason that lends itself well to a lawsuit because this isn't something where like Lady Gaga tore something in her hip and that you know you can mm. you can x-ray it you can mri it you can measure it and you can see it uh you know mental emotional issues obviously can't yeah. be measured that way and so you can have one doctor say this guy's depressed can't leave the house and you can have yeah. another doctor say mm, he's just feeling sad but he's otherwise just being lazy my my money is on my money is on the insurance company is going to pay something just not what uh, they were the way to. that it usually works is that they don't just get to come out and say, hmm, we estimate that we want to pay this much. Right. Mm. They first, first Kanye or his attorneys would have to submit a claim to the insurance company. And the insurance company probably has at least 30 days, if not more, to investigate to see if they're going to accept or reject the claim. This takes me back to my workers' comp days. Generally, these insurance companies, at least here in California, will issue like, a pretty basic uh, standard objection and deny the right. claim, uh, yeah. even in some of the most ridiculous situations. So an insurance company f- generally is going to deny a claim, especially something of this magnitude. Because if it's just $30 million to Kanye himself, I don't, I don't even know the estimates for how much the rest of the coverage mm. would, uh, would possibly be for. So it's a big amount of money, and they're going to want a lot of time and resources and energy to be able to look into this and see really if they're going to pay out 30-plus million dollars. So I wouldn't be surprised if the insurance company initially rejects it and they deny the claim, oh. and then it will go back and forth about proof. Um, you know, the insurance company may not want to believe the, uh, the doctor that... Uh, diagnosed Kanye with this condition. They may want their own doctor to look at it. Um, And, you know, this isn't exactly a work comp claim, so I can't say exactly how this kind of case goes down. But it'll go like this, and then at some point there will be a negotiation of, you know, how much should be paid out, if any. Um, I doubt this will go to trial. Is that done in arbitration? Uh, it depends on the contract that yeah. that was signed. It really seems to me that Kanye West has, got, has been going through a financial uh, crisis for that this year alone. Because if you remember back when they first started Tidal, um, he had this thing where he was asking some people to borrow some, like yeah, a huge he, amount he of dollars. He tweeted Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg to give yeah. him money for and his then, ideas. Yeah, and then now this like this season, he's all yeah. like cussing him out and stuff, and you know saying, "Oh, I vote for Donald Trump," blah blah. And now he's going through this, so it's like 
Yeah, I mean, it does give rise to little, you know, conspiracy theories about whether he just wanted out of the of, of the concert because he was kind of yeah. re- unraveling. Yeah. I, I I don't know if the Trump comment, the I would have voted for Trump if I voted comment was mm. evidence of his unraveling or just his nature. Uh, who knows? It's like a lost but draw. then then he attacked Beyonce and Jay Z and yeah. uh, and then stormed off. That's from the stage after like 10 minutes of performing. Mm. So, but it, it's hard to know at that point, is that really a man unraveling or is that just him having a temper tantrum, which has kind of become, mm. it's no, not expected, see? understood it, it's, to it, be part it, of him. It, my gut is, is that it, it's, it was, it was, it's nervous breakdown stuff. It's just, it, it's, yeah. I mean, he's always like up here when it comes to all the rants and everything. It's, yeah. And so he's, I think he's always at the edge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Honestly. Pre-existing condition? Maybe. Perhaps. I mean, it is interesting now looking back on this because I uh, I mentioned on the show how I saw him, I think it was three weeks ago, if not maybe yeah. a month ago at the longest. Yeah. It was just hours before I went on the, the air with Justice is Served and I was talking to my co-host Shock about how I had, had seen him at lunch and that he seemed to be totally fine. He was yeah. there with um, Scooter Braun, yeah. who I guess now has taken over his management Seemed to be in a fine mood. Um, an older couple came over to the table to mm-hmm. talk to him. He seemed engaged in the conversation. Oh, okay. so it was calm and collective. It was. He was. Yeah, they were talking for like five, ten minutes. He took pictures with the people that he was talking to, oh, okay. and yeah. you know, seemed to be chill. But I guess a lot can change in three or four weeks. Oh yeah, it can. I I, I know from experience. Mm. Yeah, you can be a, you can be just a mess and and. Uh, and bounce back. It, it's not that you're really bouncing back. It's that you present well. It's that um, other people's perception of you is that you're okay. Yeah. You know, what's going on inside. And yeah, it's the same with comedians yes. as well. So in the comedy game, yeah. um, there's a lot of comedians, even from yesteryear, you know, like God bless, God bless um, Robin Williams but, um, and Red Fox and everybody. They've been through it. You know, I've been through it myself. You know, there's times where... Um, I had to stop doing comedy for a second because I was going through so much, you know, losing family members here, there, and everywhere. And trying to put on that, that smile, yes, I'm fine, yeah, let the show go tough. on. You know, it's really hard. Yeah. Um, but I think what is what Kanye really needs, uh, This, this I've been saying this years ago since when his mother passed away, is a good support team. Yes. A good, real support team. Because I think what's going on now, it's like... No disrespect to the Kardashians, but they're going through some mess as well. Mm-hmm. So with him jumping through that mess with, you know, Kim Kardashian, like from when she got her ring stolen and yeah. all that stuff, find a solution, you know, instead of more problems, all this political stuff. You know that, you know that for a week, you know? Yeah. Stick to your family. Yeah. What and kind then, of advice? Having gone through, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat of a similar situation, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we can't say exactly that the situations are similar, no. but what kind of advice just, did you give them? Yeah, what you say to I agree with Variety. You um, you have all these people around you that are depending on you for their to pay the bills, mm. and so the last thing I think they're going to do, um, a lot of them, is tell you, "Hey, you need help." Yeah, you know, it is it is tough for yeah. people around them to say, "Hey, you need it." Big fat timeout, yeah. and none of us are going to get paid for a while. That's but right. you better go take care of yourself. Yeah. You probably don't hear that up. very Not often. So much. You probably didn't hear that. People saying, "Oh, you should take." I was fortunate, actually. I did. Oh, good. Yes, but I just know from just so many other people I know, and just what I've witnessed. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, um, we shall see what what happens with this. But this is going to probably be a long journey. Uh, not probably as long as Brendan Dassey, but it <laughs> no, will take yeah. a while for this no. to resolve. But it's good luck on him, man. He'll you know just just protect you. Look yeah. after yourself. That's the main thing. That's yeah. the solution. Here's the thing too with Kanye. He's so brilliant, and you can. It's it's so hard for me to believe that anybody can be that brilliant without being on the edge of insanity. Yeah. Really. And uh, I just, I don't know, I just, my heart goes out to him. He's still a human being. People can go, oh, you know, what problems does he have? He's, Mm. you know, all this money and, you know, all these different things and such a great life, but, uh, you know. Because do you know what, Sean and Chelsea? People keep forgetting that Kanye is a dad. He has two children. There's a daughter and a son. People keep forgetting about saints. You know, they keep forgetting that there's a son that's looking up towards his dad. 
you know, even though he's a baby right now, but when he gets old, he doesn't want to look at dad as in that, nah, dad's yeah. a, you know, a bit of a mad one. I don't want to, you know, things like that. All right. Well, you we know? do uh, wish Kanye the best. And now exactly. we've got to talk some football. Oh, football. What kind of football? My football. Huh. Yeah. All right. You I'm going to try this. this? Yes. <laughs> Luke Pickney from DraftKings, if you hear this and I screw it up, <laughs> please forgive me. <laughs> Let it Okay. Rip. Thanksgiving is this week, and there's no better combo than turkey and football, people. Unless, of course, your fantasy football season isn't going quite as planned and your family won't let you hear the end of it. Well, I think rather than football, more people are going to be talking about politics. So this might be the only time (laughs) that your family won't give you a hard time about your losing football team. But don't worry. Don't worry. It's never too late to save your season and win huge cash prizes at DraftKings.com. Now there's something to be thankful for, people. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. That means no season-long commitments to busts and bench warmers. Never again will injuries have you combing the waiver wire. It's a brand new season every week at DraftKings. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the live action. Oh, sorry, the action live. My oh, bad. Perfect. Sorry, sorry, Lou. <laughs> Renew rivalries with friends and family every week. That'll give you something to talk about at the Thanksgiving dinner table. It's a good or, way to avoid politics. Right? Maybe this exactly. is a good way to go about it. Yes. Peace yeah, and family by talking about football. Or, <laughs> or try 50-50 contests where the top half of all entries win cash. Even if your current fantasy team is cooked, you can still win huge cash prizes every week at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Awesome. DraftKings.com. Am I supposed to read that stuff too? Yeah, please okay. do. <laughs> <laughs> Call to action. Use code BSPORTS, B-S-P-O-R-T-S, at DraftKings.com now and play free with your first deposit. That's BSPORTS to play free for... For your share of over $100,000 in total prizes this weekend, get to DraftKings.com now. DraftKings.com, people. Eligible, eligibility restrictions may apply. See yeah. site for details. Easy for me to say. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being willing to share our sponsors. That was your first time First time ever. I've ever done a live read in my life. Awesome. All right. Well, DraftKings, we hope we did you proud. Thank you for your support of Black Hollywood Live and Justice is Served. Let's get back to the law, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, let's go. All right, now we got some Trump to talk. Oh, boy. First of two Trump stories we have. The first is that his lawsuit or the, uh, the lawsuit of several states and people across the country against Trump for his Trump University Class case. Class action lawsuit. Settled, yeah. Yep. So it settled for $25 million just days before it was set to begin trial here in California. And uh, interestingly enough, the judge still has to approve it, and the judge that has to approve it is the same one that Trump uh, said was incompetent to hear this case uh, and said that this judge was treating him unfairly because he was Hispanic, and since Trump is building a wall, this judge cannot hear this case and be objective. Uh, Pretty insulting. And Mm. even Speaker Ryan called that the classic standard definition of racism, to believe that somebody cannot do a job just because of their race. Mm. Be that as it may, we'll come down to Judge Curiel approving this $25 million lawsuit. Trump tweeted about it, which... P.S. You're never supposed to tweet or about a settlement. Yeah, I mean, just just goes to show. I mean, he'll just do whatever he wants. He thinks he's Zeus, king of the gods, not even a god, king of the gods. Yeah, I mean, we're up to now the fact that he has lost to Hillary Clinton in the popular vote by a spread of about two million votes, and yet he's still called president elect. Um, So yeah, he's got he's approving. Let me try this again. He's not admitting any wrongdoing in seeking to get this settlement approved, which is very standard. It's very common. We won't make <laughs> that mean anything. So, right. so you know, don't go. Well, he didn't approve, or didn't he didn't admit to doing anything wrong. So, uh, therefore, you know, you, he, we cannot say that Trump 
admitted to doing anything wrong, but you don't pay $25 yeah. million dollars, um, as a nominal settlement fee. It just doesn't make sense, even though he claims that he tweeted out that he settled the Trump University lawsuit for a small fraction of the potential award because as president, I have to focus on our country. He went on to say the only bad thing about winning the presidency is that I did not have the time to go through a long but winning trial on Trump U. Too bad. I know. It's, nah. it's yeah. <laughs> so the question, a fair point that he's raising is this issue about a small fraction of the potential award. Like, really, how big did this case have the potential to get? And is this really a small fraction? And I have heard some analysis of the case that probably in total, it could have reached maybe like soaking wet. It could have reached $100 million. Which isn't okay. that much more. Like, can, I mean, it is a, it's four times more. But exactly. Still, it's not. That's where it's I was going to go with this. And, yeah. you know, some people said, so this was probably worth about $100 million if it had gone to trial and he lost. And that a, a fairer settlement would have been $50 million. And the fact that he got away with paying only 25, you know, perhaps is a big win for him. But to say that 25 million is a small fraction of 100 million is not small to me. Does not seem accurate to me. So maybe if he'd only paid 10 or 15 million, (laughs) then I could say, all right, fine. He was probably right that he paid a small fraction. But I don't think 25 million is a small fraction. Mm. And and uh, President-elect Trump uh, is friends with with uh, Vince McMahon, the CEO of the yeah. WWE, and uh, they're very similar in nature, very similar. And uh, Vince McMahon's the type of guy that he will spend a um, hundred thousand dollars to keep you from winning fifty thousand from him, mm. just okay. so everybody knows that you don't sue well, Vince McMahon. Yeah, and, and Trump has gone around saying that he never settles lawsuits. Mm. Until uh, now. Obviously, he, he does. Uh, and he's blaming it on the fact that he's about to be president and needs to focus on that. Mm. I mean, it's I'll, I'll a really, that. I'm it's sure a that fair, has something to do with it. Sure, yeah. That's a swift movement there. Yeah, so so for now, I'm going to focus on the, the, the people who you know, the victims, really, Mm. and what happens next for them. So, as usual, when a class action settlement is announced, first the judge has to approve this, and then everybody will get something in the mail saying that if you belong to this class of people, which is basically if you paid money to Trump University and didn't get it back already, submit this claim, and you'll get some money back. Some What if you weren't part of the initial lawsuit? Uh, you can still sign on to it if wow. you fit within the description of the class. Well, jeez, mm-hmm. why wouldn't... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, you can't just make something up because they do have to run the record and look to oh, see okay. if you really did pay money and that you haven't already received money back. And, and that's a long process. Uh, it could make... Uh, I don't know how long it'll be because we don't actually know how many people oh, will okay, end up right. joining this. Yeah, and that a number of people will determine how much money people get in the end. Yeah. Because it is possible that if not everybody comes forward, Mm. people will get 100% of their money back. Okay. At the very worst case scenario, the uh, members of the class will receive at least more than half, at least like 55% of their money back. Mm. Most of them should get, they're saying 75, 80% of it back, but most of their money back. Do you know what I find so funny hearing about money and Trump, money and Trump? Um, remember that time when uh, on the tabloids they put out Donald never, t- uh, he hasn't paid his taxes, oh, $900 yes. million. Yes. I'm mm. like, me hearing this in the 25 million, obviously he's saying that's small. Look at the 900 million. Yeah, and speaking of that, I mean, this 25 million is very likely a tax write off, which is, is a whole thank other. Thank you. I would high five on that one. Yes. It's a whole other situation to grovel at, but, you know. Uh, hopefully this is good news. If insurance doesn't pay it. Uh, <laughs> well, insurance will not cover intentional conflict, uh, conduct. Oh, wow. okay. So, um, it, like, for example, you cannot take out insurance on punching somebody because that, or, or intentionally causing physical harm oh. because 
that's that's just not a thing. But you can get insurance on covering yourself for accidentally causing harm to somebody else, like a car accident or something like, like that. Like he accidentally ripped those people off of their money. <laughs> for yeah, that's Trump that's never that's not going to fly. I no? don't think there's an umbrella policy that large. Okay, shown for president. Enough, but <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure, I, I bet John sure will ask that somewhere. question. He's like. <laughs> It's like, is there an insurance company to cover this? I, I, I don't think so. But I mean, stranger things have happened, right? You know, watch yeah. him turn around and sue an insurer of Trump University. There Perhaps should be, there should be episodes of Don Trump's life. You know, this this one should be called Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you know? speaking of, you know, this whole election season, starting with the convention, yeah. I was doing a show on After Buzz called Trump versus Hillary. Yeah, and it concluded with the election or the day after the election when we did our wrap up show. But in the weeks to come, maybe even next week, uh, we are reincarnating as a show called uh, The Trump Report. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> With Kristen Black. Yes, yeah. it is. So uh, so please come on over to After Buzz TV and catch us on tr- uh, The Trump Report starting, I believe it's next Tuesday. I mean, I've got, I've got it scheduled for then unless we get some surprising news. But I am ready to talk about this because I think it's really important that everybody stay engaged. Sure. And people in the UK uh, get engaged as well. Yeah, I think we we all have a very similar very. Uh, goal, and I can I, I see that if we can all look at ending the corruption in our politics mm. here and abroad, that we will all move together in a similar direction. That's, that's what I'm saying. A solution. That's yeah. what's happening. And we're all and we're, we are separate countries, but we have a symbiotic relationship this with each very, other. That's, that's why we're called United. You see, yes. United Kingdom, United States. Mm. See mm-hmm. that there. Nicely done. All right. So in, in other Trump news, his pick for attorney general is yay. worthy of, con- of conversation. <laughs> that is a sarcastic yay, right? Of course it yeah. Is. So Donald Trump is saying that he wants to name Jeff Sessions, Republican from Arkansas, mm-hmm. to serve as the attorney general. Yes. And uh, he's been well known as a fierce opponent of civil rights. A lot oh, of yeah. things, yeah. Uh, in terms of civil rights, he's referred to the NAACP and the ACLU as un-American. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody testified to hearing him agree that a civil rights attorney may very well be a traitor to their race for taking on black clients. Mm-hmm. And that actually kept him from a, uh, a federal judgeship um, what, like 30 yes. years ago. Mm. Yeah, he was he was he wasn't confirmed for the US District Court in uh, Southern District of Alabama yeah. 1986. Yeah. And uh, and he was also uh, he also said that the KKK he thought they were okay until he heard they smoked pot. Oh. I mean that's a legit thing you know, that he said. Can this guy just swap places with Kanye because <laughs> the problem the problem is he's going on. The problem is is he he's one of three picks that were all terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. You had Rudy Giuliani and Chris Christie were the other two that I think were in in, uh, in the, the running. running. Yeah. Yes. I, none of them would have been good news, terrible. but this one is See, bad time news. Time is going backwards. He, he's, he, Jeff Sessions falsely charged three African-American civil rights activists mm. in Alabama, um, including somebody who was an advisor of Martin Luther King Jr., yeah. with mail fraud and altering absentee ballots and attempting to vote multiple times when really these people were just helping elderly voters vote. The uh, three, the something three, with the uh, Marion three? Is that what they were called, the, the civil rights activists? Uh, yeah. it, it, they may yeah. have been, they, but they faced a total of like 29 counts, but they, yes, were, acquitted they were acquitted of everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he's also somebody who promotes this idea that there is a lot of voter impersonation, and so there, you know, we, sh- we need to crack down on, uh, on voting. Dead people voting? Yeah, on voting. <laughs> on people who, yeah. sh- who shouldn't be voting because just because they're on the, the rolls still, they haven't right. been, doesn't mean that they're actually voting. But he believes in this myth that there is a lot of fraudulent voting going on when the studies show that it's actually a very small issue, if exactly. one at all. Exactly. Like, like 1% or something ridiculous yeah. like that. And when I went to vote, uh, they matched my signature with the signature on my driver's license. I didn't yeah. have to have an ID. Um, you know, I know some people just don't have them. Yeah, and, they and should, it's, it's, it's creating a whole a whole lot of issues. And 
And that is one of the things that moving forward we've got to address is restoring the part of the Voting Rights Act that was sort of gutted within the last couple of years with the decision of one one case um, that actually Jeff Sessions thought was a victory. Um, and and so it's really another not good reason to have Jeff Sessions be attorney general because he already believes that we shouldn't help people vote. We should make it harder yeah. to vote. Um, this is cruel, it's man. Not, not great for democracy There's at all. There's another thing it's not great for either. The medical and recreational marijuana legislation across the country. Yeah, and I'm uh, keeping a careful eye on that because I – believe that that is a huge issue that is not just about people who smoke pot. I don't. But if you care about criminal justice, if you care about the innocent people that are dying every day, Mm. especially in Central America, who are being killed in the drug, uh, the drug trade Mm -hmm. and the private prison. I mean, this just this this issue of marijuana goes so deep into our criminal justice system and justice in the in the world that even if you don't smoke it or don't have a medicinal purpose for it yeah. or don't enjoy it, that this should be an issue that's important to you. And it's also it, it's also an issue that should be important to people that believe in states' rights. Absolutely. Federalism. And, Absolutely. And because usually people from uh, Mr. Sessions' party are all for states' rights. Yeah. But in this case, whoa, wait a minute. Not, you know, not this time. Yeah. It is interesting. And I, uh, So you see cannabis. Wait. Do you guys have... Um, a class system of drugs, so like in Britain, yes, class A, B, and C. Ours, yes. ours um, is is it's Current. cannabis. Cannabis is scheduled as a Schedule One, meaning it has no medical value and a high no medical ra- value, and no medical value, and a high rate of abuse. Yeah. Depending if you put you are so well informed, <laughs> I am impressed. Oh yeah, and the DEA recently had a chance to change all that, and they screwed the pooch. Yes, oh, completely. Yes, we had a similar circumstance so right in that. Britain uh-huh. years ago by changing the cannabis class to from C to B. Okay, so what if someone gets mean? caught with that, so um, before when it was on C, um, a child or you know an adult gets caught with uh, the weed, they get kind of like a slap on the wrist, you know, like a you know you sure. better not spread that stuff, confiscate it. But when it got changed to B, it was a bit more serious. Handcuffs. Oh, in that's pr- interesting. So it's gotten But more... I think it's yo-yoed. I think it's like it's gone from back to C now. Interesting. Because it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Very interesting. So, yeah, this is uh, this is not great news mm. for people that believe in civil rights. That's right. Or... States' rights. States' rights in that regard. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not set in stone yet. Okay. Perhaps he still has to be confirmed, but here's the problem is uh, they have, they as in Republicans have majority in, in the Senate. In yeah, Congress. although I, I was reading the transcript of Trump's meeting with the New York Times reporters oh yesterday. Oh, God, that's a whole other story. And he seems to actually be concerned about his perception of endorsing racism. Mm. He said, I disavow, you know, because there was that yes. video that came out. Richard that, Spencer. Yes. Yeah. And so he, he, I don't know if he's mindful or his, his ego just d- is not okay with him being called a racist. And so I think, um, you know, he's been receiving those kinds of comments because of his decision to choose Stephen Bannon yes. as his advisor. And so this is kind of on his radar, and he has shown that he's got some sensitivity to it. So yeah. I think if people are attacking multiple appointments of his on this race issue with mm. clear evidence to back it up, that he may rethink something. And he, I, he truly believes he's not a racist. He, yeah. Trump believes himself yes. to not be a racist. Of course. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know if he is even aware of Jeff Sessions' past. I mean, I would not be surprised if he had no idea. And that reading about it when the media is talking about it yeah. is now the first time he's heard of it. So I am <laughs> you know holding out Do you know what I said to my family before I came here? And um, I saw... No, actually, it was the second day I came here. And I said to my mom on the phone, if you look closely when he was meeting Barack Obama and they came out and he was sitting down and talking to the press, you see the Martin Luther King statue like, behind him, behind his head. When he gets into that White House and the Martin Luther King head is not there... I say he's racist. If it's there, not racist. <laughs> Very interesting <laughs> observation. <laughs> there you go. All right. And we've got to, to leave off with a really, um, I don't know how, 
a way to describe this other than tragic and infuriating. Yeah. The fact that four police officers were shot in one day just yes. this last Sunday. And then today there was another one um, in Michigan. And uh, what what there is to do about this. I mean, we had one in San Antonio. Mm. Um, that guy was, was caught. He had... Um, kill, like just some child like, custody issues. He was yes. mad about. Yes, he was mad at the system. Really, people, and he wanted take to take him. it out. Right. So he just basically went up to a cop sitting in a, his patrol car and open fired and killed uh, a husband, father of three, police officer. See, I mean, just mm-hmm. awful. And there's been three other um, similar situations on Sunday. A St. Louis sergeant was shot in the mm. face, but yes. is expected to survive. He was also sitting in his car at the uh, time writing a traffic ticket. Mm. And in Florida, an officer was shot while writing a a ticket. And then in another case in Missouri, an officer was shot by a teenager who was trying to run away from a traffic stop. So what the heck is going on? There's something in the air. That's one one valid theory. In in any other situation, I'm pretty sure people would... Like come to the conclusion that these have to be coordinated, but I just don't think that that's the case here. I just think that it's the, yeah. it's the the atmosphere right now. And yeah. what what surprises me is that there's a lot of people who are really concerned about the safety of police officers, but who are also very resistant to any kind of gun reform laws. Correct. Yes. And I I I don't really understand that because gun control laws will keep hopefully innocent civilians safer and mm. police officers safer. Not saying to take guns away no. from people, but to have background checks and to yeah. make sure that we can trace who is... That they're licensed to hold a weapon. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing is, it's like, I mean, I am totally against the militarization of our police our, department. Thank you so much. Mm. But when people are shooting into cars and killing police officers makes me think you guys are not helping my case in trying to argue against it. I mean, because now it seems that police cars need to be reinforced, have bulletproof Bulletproof windows. windows. Yeah, And and that's that's quite an expensive endeavor, but it may become necessary. And it's, it's, I, I, the first thought that came to mind is that's a poor use of resources. We should be doing more to, mm. you know, help keep the p- police officers safe in another way yeah. rather than spending money on thicker glass. But it seems like what other options do we have at this point with no gun control uh, legislation in sight? And I know that a lot of people say, well, this isn't a gun control issue. This is a mental health issue. But nothing's really being done about Again, that. Again, where's the solution? It goes back to what I said at the beginning. Where is the solution? Is that piling up bricks on walls? I have not heard of any mental health solutions. In fact, you know, right now, we're in, in terms of health care, we're talking about removing health insurance for 20 million Americans. That's right. If Trump no chooses way. to repeal Obamacare. So we're not even talking about health care, medic- uh, I'm sorry, mental health care at all in this country. So I don't see how this tide of violence is going to turn another way until mm. we do something differently. I can't yeah. imagine this situation because in the UK we have NHS. So we've had that for, for many, many years since the war. That's um, your health insurance? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also do, do not have police officers walking around with, with guns. Oh, it depends. Carry, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Certain areas, in, especially in London. I'm not sure about the whole country itself, but in parts of central London, in Buckingham Palace, in all the prestigious areas. But if needed, then they will come with guns. If not, mm-mm. yeah. And the, and the civilians, the general public, doesn't have guns either. And no. Um, the only well, ones who have guns are, again, it's, it's more prestigious, it's more like, you know, uh, fox hunting, because there's been a debate about that. Yeah, the bad guys still have guns, though. They do, yeah. they do, and yeah. their drawers, and their, yeah, yeah. So and that's I mean, the it, and it's yeah. and it's tough, right? Because if they can't keep the guns out of the hands of bad guys on an island, yeah. how are we supposed to keep how the you shield yourself? guns right. out of hands of bad it's, people when we've got borders north and south? It's so rhetorical. It's very difficult. It's, yes, ah, it's not uh, I don't answer. think it's hopeless, but yeah. uh, I do think that there is something. Uh, call it 
gun control, but I do think that there is some legislation mm. that can address this that will decrease the numbers. I think the ter- I think the term control maybe needs to be taken out of the uh, out of the equation. Okay, we can call it, it something else. It might it might be a little easier for people that are that cherish their right to possess yeah. firearms mm. for them to to consider certain things if it doesn't say gun control. Right, that's yeah. true. That's fair. But that's very fair. I mean, that's not a, well, just, that's not a solution about, by yeah. any means. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this is another, this is, uh, you know, t- this is a kind of a tough Thanksgiving, right? We've left off with yeah. this terrible story. And then the other thing that we have going on is this issue at Standing Rock. Oh, Lord. And that, you know, we are macing what are we and doing water cannon and really doing terrible, disgusting things to Native Americans to you know, uh, average Americans who are trying to go and protect the and, land and, and we're the arresting water. journalists. Yeah, saying that they're inciting riots and that they're not real journalists mm, because right. they're reporting on something that the mainstream media is not reporting right. on. Yes. Yeah. So, so this Thanksgiving, uh, while you're giving thanks, we also ask that you keep in your heart and your mind the these yes. officers who've been gunned down and officer safety in general and also those at Standing Rock who are committed to I don't know clean Just protecting their water, water and their environment. And, right. So uh, I, I this will be a bit of a somber Thanksgiving for me. Really Not is. sure it's how it will be for you. This year in the US and the UK it's it's really um Thought-provoking. Yes, still, you will have to dig deep for things still, to be grateful for. I, well, there's I'm, plenty of things, I'm, but still. I'm still, I'm really, really good at finding those things the, these days in my life, so. Good, mm. yes. good, good. I, 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 think, I think I am, too. And then there's a little bit of, like, ooh, guilt. Like, this is so easy for me to be thankful for. And so, right? Yeah, so this is a, like I said, this is a tough Thanksgiving. <laughs> but mm. I hope that the... Both of you enjoy your Thanksgiving and immensely. It's going to be my first Thanksgiving because oh, we don't have it in the awesome, UK. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I am so thankful that you relieved me of this idea that I might be doing a one-woman show. And you both <laughs> added awesome insights and opinions to these legal cases. I am thoroughly You're impressed. Very welcome. Very appreciative of your time and willingness to, to do this really on the fly. You guys are yeah. the best. <laughs> you guys have offered some really great stuff. I'm sure our Thanks. audience agrees. Please make sure to join us next time, and you can definitely find my uh, guest hosts on social media. I'm, I'm on Twitter at the real XPOC. I'm on Twitter at Variety D, letter D. And as always, I'm at Chelsea Galicia, and I thank you so much for joining us for Justice is Served. Enjoy the turkey. Uh, I was going to say something about how to enjoy a vegan turkey, but that, yeah, for shaka. But anyways, that, couldn't, that, that didn't come to me quickly <laughs> enough. Enjoy, everyone, and come back next week to uh, another episode of Justice is Served. Bye, everyone. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.